So welcome, folks, back to the Blue Light Podcast. This is the place to find out all you need to know about the police recruitment process, whether it's in the United Kingdom or in any part of the world, because I know that so many of you listen to this who are from places like Australia, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, Bermuda, Leeds. <laughs> so anyway, welcome to all of you. Welcome to all of you. So today I thought I'd uh, introduce a podcast with a little bit of a difference. So we had a little bit of fun in the Blue Light Facebook group the other day. Uh, Blue Light Facebook group, if you're not part of it, by the way, ask to join. Get yourself on Facebook, look for Blue Light and Police Recruitment and ask to join a community of over 13,000 people who have all got an interest in police recruitment. A lot of them are already in the police and have decided to stay in the group to help inspire new members. But a good, probably about 80% of everyone in the group are people just like you who want to join the police. So anyway, what was this bit of fun? Well, we were just knocking around stuff about police culture. And I, I, I remember back to my days in the Royal Navy when I was a reservist back in the 80s and in the early 90s. And the Royal Navy had its own language. And it got me thinking about the police and the language that the police have and how frustrating it was for me when I first joined the police because there's all these phrases being knocked around and I have no idea what some of the police officers are talking about and you know you hear a lot of these on uh, you know back episodes of things like the bill and more recently on line of duty and if you wander into this world and you've got no idea what people are talking about then you're going to be at a bit of a disadvantage and you're going to end up asking and you're going to feel a bit embarrassed and so I'm going to help you avoid all of that. I'm going to prepare you with about 20 minutes worth of all the different phrases that are in front of me. I've got a big, long list of them. They're in no particular order, but at the very end, I'm going to introduce you to something that you should never, ever say, because it will result in a certain thing. All right, so let's go. So if you ever hear anyone talking about Mrs. Miggins, then who is Mrs. Miggins? Well, Mrs. Miggins is any well-meaning member of the public, a female member of the public, who calls to report things like there's a cat up the tree. Good old Mrs. Miggins. She lives at 48 Acacia Avenue, and we do love her. Um, what else? So you may also find yourself talking in a very, very strange way once you join the police. So there's things like, uh, say, again over. So you'll hear that on the radio, but if you hear your friend say something and you're not quite sure what they're saying, you might slip back into police speak and say something like, say again, over. Uh, similarly, there's other phrases which you will continue to use, and I still use some of them, and it frustrates my family, no end. So someone asks you, so which way do we go now? And you're approaching a road, uh, you could just say, turn right here, but instead you go, it's a right, right so the police like to repeat things twice or you're approaching a junction and you're not driving you're in the passenger seat and you're about to turn right and you stick your head out as opposed to the driver sticking the head out to see what's coming left and you just shout to the driver clear left clear left and they're thinking well what can't i look for myself but it's just what you do when you're approaching a junction and you're in the passenger seat and you're on the blue light run um what else so let's just click i'm just going to mark these off as we go through them uh you may also hear over the radio someone shout up to say that they've made an arrest of one or two individuals and could someone put together a welcome party now this is not uh you know it's someone's birthday so we're gonna have a big party this is when you've got someone who's been violent or has been violent and you just need a few extra hands at custody just to make sure that this person gets out of the van safely and gets booked in safely. Um, so you may have also arrested people 
as a result of being in a party bus or a fun bus. Now, this is not somewhere where you go to have a party halfway through your shift, you know, just in case you feel like uh, celebrating something. The party bus or the fun bus, if you're asked to join that on a Friday and Saturday night, this will be when you bus up with a sergeant and several constables and you go out there and you are the PSU. You're thinking, now what? PSU? You are the police support unit or the public order support unit. It's been called different things over the years. Um, but you're the PSU. Um, the police love their TLAs, by the way. So there's PNC, there's uh, AOI, all in order. Oh, there's all sorts of uh, three-letter acronyms that you're going to find. Even some forces are named with um, three-letter acronyms. Um, that's what a TLA is, by the way, a three-letter acronym. Uh, you've got the CNC. The Civil Nuclear Constabulary, you've got WIP, West Yorkshire Police, you've got SWP, South Wales Police, you've got GMP, Greater Manchester Police. So they love their uh, TLAs, their three-letter acronyms. Um, so what else? Oh, yes, uh, you may also hear people talking about someone being on a secret squirrel squad. A secret squirrel squad? That's nothing to do with finding squirrels or discovering different types of squirrels. These are the people in areas like Special Branch. Um, I've been in Special Branch, by the way, and uh, boy, do people look at you in a very, very different way once you're in Special Branch. Uh, one of my friends, uh, we used to play snooker at lunchtime. <laughs> this was the time when you could play snooker at lunchtime during your ref's break. Um, this was abroad, by the way. And uh, he was deeply suspicious of everything I did. He used to sort of check my tie and say, so where's the microphone? Uh, Secret Squirrel Squad. So if you also hear someone talking about how someone has got form or they're known or they've got some previous, this is someone who's likely to have a criminal record. You may also hear someone talking about them inappropriately as looking a bit slaggy or that slag. Now, it's a bit of a down south phrase that i've not really heard it up much up much i've not really heard it up north much uh, but it is a bit of a down south phrase uh, so what's a chiz if you come across a chiz that's a covert human intelligence source that's someone who's actually acting on behalf of the police collecting intelligence on behalf of the secret squirrels there you go so there's a chiz um if you're invited to tea and medals <laughs> this is not it's not where you're going to get a cup of tea and get given a medal uh, this is where you're going to have a debrief of a very, very good job. So if you've got an inspector who says that the chief superintendent would like to see you for tea and medals tomorrow, you're not going to get a medal. It's just that the chief superintendent would like to hear from you exactly what happened in respect of something that went really well. That you've done a good job. So look forward to that. <coughs> Excuse me. Tea and medals. Something to look forward to. But then again. If you've done something and it wasn't a good thing, you might be invited to meet with a senior officer and your sergeant will say, this one is not with tea and biscuits. What that means is you're going there for a roasting. So take it on the chin, folks. I've had several of those during my career. All right, so let's cross a few off the list there. Um, oh, yes, yeah, so here's an interesting thing about police behaviour. You will notice that every police officer who's driving a police vehicle will always, always reverse a vehicle into a parking spot. I still do this now. <laughs> and I'm not in the police anymore. I will reverse a car into a parking bay. And the reason is, is because you, if you need to get back in your car and go to a hurry up job, there's another phrase, a hurry up job where you put on the blues and twos. And there's another phrase, the blues and twos, it's when you put on the wah-wahs and the blue lights. Then it's much easier to get out. 
And you'll also find police officers doing weird stuff as well. So if they're at a party, they'll always want to be facing the door. If they're at a restaurant, they'll always want to be looking at the door. They want to see who's coming in and coming out. They're just nosy. So ask a police officer how they're doing, and they're probably going to say something like, living a dream, living a dream, just the best job in the world. Now, they may say it a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but do you know, they actually mean it, because it is the best job in the world. One of my sergeants years ago, after every parade, before everyone went out, he'd just remind him and say, just remember, folks, best job in the world, and it is living the dream. Now, something you don't get that much anymore, refs. If someone says, I'm coming in for my refs, it's nothing to do with referees. They're coming in for their refreshment break, and they may not get it. Uh, there may also be someone who's got an A to B license or a fish and chip license. Now, this is a police officer who's not got a authority to drive a police vehicle with the blues and twos on and the lights on but they have got an authority to drive a police vehicle from A to B or to go and do the fish and chip run. Or it may also be called a kebab license. So this was something I was particularly keen on on the last one of nights. I would always go and get a kebab. I'm the inspector, so by the way, I'm the inspector, but I'd always go and get kebabs for the team. I wouldn't pay for them, mind. You know, they've all got a chip in, but I'd do the kebab run. And if I was busy with something, I'd make sure the sergeants allocated someone to do this very important task which is to go off division now that's normally a big no-no but if i've given them permission to do so they'll go off division to one of the best parts of manchester rush home to get the most quality kebabs ever and that would be a sort of sunday end of shift this would be a little bit of a debrief where we'd sort of let our hair down a little bit if we could and share some moments over a kebab other things you may see some other traditions is that the sergeant on sunday morning after all the cars have been washed and after all the cars have been had their vehicle checks so we go through the sort of 40 point vehicle check on a sunday morning make sure all the police cars are ready for action and raring to go for the next week on behalf of ourselves and our colleagues and there's a reward for doing all of that if we've got time it's sergeant's job to cook breakfast for the troops for the troops they're not in the army but that's a phrase you'll hear so Sarge is cooking, if you ask where Sarge is, Sarge is down in the night kitchen cooking breakfast for the troops. Night kitchen, you ask? Is that a kitchen you can only use at night time? No, this is a kitchen that police officers can use any time of the day, but they tend to get called a night kitchen because during the day, years ago, most police stations actually had police canteens that used to do a massive breakfast. But instead of relying on that, Sarge will cook up a breakfast and if you work on a team where the sergeant expects you to do it you might want to suggest once you've got a little bit of time in that it's actually the sergeant's job um so what other little funnies have we got uh only the other day i heard a chief constable i didn't hear it i read it a chief constable on twitter call his deputy chief constable a sprog can you believe that actually it was andy cook i joined with him in 1985 he's no sprog he's got 35 years service in chief constable of merseyside police calling his deputy chief constable who i think had 28 years service in a sprog so good old serena kennedy she was one of uh, she was a student officer on my team when i was a sergeant back in the good old days uh, working at wigan in greater manchester police so um you won't hear that often because I, i'm not sure if it's a phrase in favor anymore but certainly years ago uh, junior officers student officers probationers were often called sprogs now the police have also got their own code that they use over the radio 
So if you are out on patrol and it's one of your first days on patrol and you hear that someone's whiskey mic, Mike Hotel, Foxtrot India, then you certainly need to beware because whiskey mic means they're wanted. Mike Hotel means they're inclined to mental health issues and Foxtrot India means that they have in the past have have had involvement with firearms. So you certainly need to be aware of any individual who is any of those things. So where are we up to now? Oh, sometimes you might hear someone refer to PC Rain and you're thinking, PC Rain? We haven't got one of those on the shift. Who's that? Well, it's exactly that. It's PC Rain. It might be a Q1 tonight. And you're thinking, a Q1? What does that mean? Well, let me just... Sh- actually, I'll share it with you after what the Q1 is. Um, full moon. Whenever there's a full moon, people are going to go a little bit berserk and a little bit crazy. And I know it's an urban myth, but it's true. It's so true. Every time there's been a full moon and I've been on nights, it's always been a weekend or a week of absolute mayhem. So full moon, always beware of that. Um, the phrase is like, Roger that. Now, I could just say yes, but Roger that is something I still say. I say that to the kids. Um, <laughs> and you think, Daddy, you're not in the police anymore. <laughs> so um, you ring someone up, call someone, and they, the first thing you say to them is, uh, you're free to speak. And they reply, yeah, I answered the phone. Of course I'm free to speak. <laughs> but that's just what you'd ask people over the radio, uh, because sometimes they might be dealing with something. And if they are dealing with something, they'll probably say something like, stand by less urgent. And yes, I still say that, especially to the kids. They'll ask me, Daddy, could you get me a glass of water? And I'll say, stand by less urgent. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> not in a uniform. Not wearing, a, uh, not wearing anything. <laughs> not wearing any uniform at all. Years out of the police, and yet old habits um, die hard. Now, uh, you also may come across people who are mispers. Now, if you come across a misper, then you've done a good job because you've actually found a missing person. You also might come across people who might need 136-ing. And you're thinking, a 136? Is that like a bus or something? I have no idea. 136, that's someone who is going to get sectioned under the Mental Health Act. And it's 136, section 136 of the Mental Health Act. So what have we got now? Let's just go through my big list. I've crossed most things off. Oh, yeah. Why do police officers have to repeat things so many times like, right, right, or um, yes, yes? They could just say yes once, couldn't they? But instead they say yes, yes. So um, someone will shout up one of your colleagues on the radio, uh, be it someone from comms saying, um, are you free at the moment? And they'll go, yes, yes. <laughs> Why couldn't they just say Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, yes. It's just one of those funny old things. Um, if you ever hear someone talking about a night jack, so you need to contact one of the night jacks, you might be thinking, a night jack, is that something for cars when they've got a flat tyre or are they winding me up? No. And especially, you know, this won't exist in some parts of the country because um, it just doesn't. But actually in the northwest, especially in Merseyside, you will hear people refer to detectives as jacks. I'm not quite sure where that comes from, but during the day, I would hear them referred to as detectives because I worked in Runcorn when I first started, which is close to Merseyside. So I'd just hear them called detectives during the day and during the evening, but at night time, they became the night jack. I don't know where that one came from. I have no idea. And then there's what police officers get called. So if you're in the Merseyside area, you are busies. I'm not even going to attempt the accent. Then you're busies. And you'd hear it as you drove down the road. You'd hear people shouting, busies, busies. In Manchester, 
you'd hear people uh, calling you Dibble. So you'd be driving down the road and you'd hear him shouting, Dibble, Dibble, or five o, five o, five o. The names you get called. Uh, there's a lot of other names you get called as well, but I'm not going to repeat some of those. And I've uh, been called a lot of things over the years. All right, so we're going to end now with the very last one. This is the thing that you absolutely need to take note of. When I talked about the Q1 before, you never ever refer to anything being quiet. You never use the word quiet. Because if you say the word quiet, it means you are bringing down a curse on the rest of the shift that the rest of the shift will just turn into mayhem. And it's all your fault because you used the Q word. And you're likely then to also get imposed on you cake fines. So whenever you do something wrong, whenever you cock up or you take the keys home to the car or anything the way you make a bit of a mistake and you may have to go to see the chief superintendent for tea, actually no tea and no medals, it's just going to see the chief superintendent, then you will find that you have imposed on you cake fines. So a bit of advice for when you first join, take cakes in. Or if you can bake cakes, bake some cakes. All right, so there you go, folks. Um, you probably noticed me talking a bit louder. It's because outside, the kids have just got back from school and they're playing in the garden. Some of you may be thinking, oh, Brendan does all of this in the recording studio. No, he doesn't. If you can picture me, I'm sat at the bottom of the garden in a shed, but my kids say, no, it's not a shed, Daddy. It's a summer house. Anyway, so sometimes we get a bit of background noise. Hey, it's the world we live in. It's the world we live in. So I hope you enjoyed all of that, by the way. It's um, a really, really interesting world that you're going to go into. You're going to hear all sorts of phrases over and above the ones that I've just described there, um, where you, quite simply, you're just going to have to ask and just say, what does that mean? And they're going to pull your leg about it a little bit. But like I said, never, ever use the word quiet. I'll leave you with that one. I'll catch up with you next week. Bye-bye for now.